What's up, Hothheads? It's that time of year again, and the Kessel Toy Run is in full swing. Going on now through December 18th, you can join the force and donate a toy to a hospitalized child who won't be able to make it home for the holidays. You can find out how to donate in the details for this episode on makingstarwars.net or by emailing thekesseltoyrun at gmail.com. Thanks, and may the force be with you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Hoth Topics, a podcast about Star Wars. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, John. Hello there. And a returning guest, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me back. I was a little bit annoyed last week because uh, you had roommate Mike back on. <laughs> and I I think, is he the first returning guest? Uh, mm, I think so. First returning guest. Yeah, probably. He's been yeah. kind of a semi-regular returning person. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I thought it was going to be me. <laughs> then he... <laughs> He, he beat me. He lives slightly closer than you do. I know. Uh, he's he's know. about four feet away from where my computer is. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll, <laughs> at the moment. I'll accept yeah. that as a reason. Yeah. For now. <laughs> For, For now. Me. Well, uh, tell us, how have uh, you been since the last time we talked? Any any big news? So I think I was on 11 months ago. I, I know that because I've just gone through the back catalog to see when I was on. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I retired from podcasting for a while, so uh, it's interesting to be back. <laughs> this is a, the first one I've done on somebody else's podcast for quite a while. I, I retired because of uh, another addition to the family. It, it was hard enough to podcast when we had one child, and I had to say, <laughs> sorry, I'm going into the other room for two hours for, for no real reason. Um, but once we had another baby, it made it slightly more difficult. So uh, that's kind of the big news. So I don't know if anything's happened in the Star Wars world because, you know, I've been changing uh, nappies or diapers, as you'd say. Um, <laughs> well, congratulations on your oh, new youngling. Definitely. Thank you. I mean, she's 50 years old, but she looks like a baby. That's the... <laughs> Apart from that, I'm podcasting again, which is, you know, why I'm back, guys. Yeah. That was, that was due to a, a phone call from somebody else asking me to do a podcast for them. So that's sort of... The bug uh, bit you again, huh? Yeah. Well, it, I I like doing it. It's I've always enjoyed doing podcasts, but it was just sort of justifying them. <laughs> it's the right. problem. So um, the owner of the gym I go to uh, just asked if I could do one for the gym, and uh, it's been it's been working out pretty well. So uh, people people there seem to enjoy it, and you know I can see that we have listeners from all over the world. So clearly, not just people that are at the gym are listening to it. So that's pretty good. That's rad, man. Yeah, if only we can get people from all over the world to listen to our podcast. At least one. At, At least, least one. one. Why? Where's Tim from? <laughs> he's uh, well. That's he's a complicated question. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you've had a new addition to the family and been working on podcast stuff. We have been behind on our own Star Warsiness, so I think collectively we've all been trying to catch up on the most recent Star Wars news and what's its and programs that have been out. We might be in the same boat in terms of how much we've missed and how much we're trying to catch up on. Is there anything that's been going on lately that you have been intrigued by in terms of maybe some snippets of news or new stuff that you've maybe seen coming out so far? I mean, I suppose the like the issue we have here is obviously not having Disney Plus yet. That's uh, right. That, that, that's we're waiting for that in March. I think it's coming at the end of March. So it kind of I don't know what's 
going to be on. I haven't really looked into if when it when it launches in the UK, if it's going to have everything it has where you guys are, or if it's going to launch and yet there are still certain contracts that need to be kind of finished and expire right. so that we can uh, because we get it's it's kind of a a two-edged sword here in the uk because like um we'll get stuff on netflix and on amazon that you would have divided across you know five or six different streaming services mm-hmm. so that's quite good in that with kind of one or two you can you catch a load more things but it's also if you want something specific Whereas in in the US, it might be on this streaming service. Here, it might be like one of it's on Netflix and another is on Amazon, for example. So you might need to divide it up that way. Um, I mean, thinking for all of you Star Wars fans out there, if you want to watch Star Trek, (laughs) I think like uh, Discovery is on Netflix, but the new Picard series will be on Amazon Prime. Uh, Yeah. They'd both be on CBS in uh, in the US, but so I don't know when Disney Plus launches. What might still be on Netflix or on Amazon or you know somewhere else? Or I, I, I'm not that good at googling, really. Right? <laughs> Has it been hard for you to kind of stay away from Mandalorian sort of news and spoilers? Because even though it's coming out here and we can we can see it, I still haven't watched the third episode yet. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it later with my dad. But I've had to avoid reading stuff online and even the titles of YouTube videos have been a pain in the butt. I've been playing Fallen Order right now. I've already had a big encounter spoiled for me because it was just the thumbnail in a YouTube video. It's, has it been hard for you to kind of stay away from that or not really trying or what, what's your what's yeah, your modus operandi? I mean, I, I it's it's inevitable, isn't it? You're You're going to see it. I mean, for, for example, like you could say, OK, I'm not I'm going to stay away from Star Wars. And and you know I won't come across this, but then then I wouldn't have listened to your last episode, so you know, I can't do that. You, you need the no, downloads. But I mean, um, like an account I follow uh, called Make What's Great Again, and it's a, a CrossFit memes account. Mm-hmm. But even he is using uh, images from the Mandalorian <laughs> in these <laughs> oh, memes. No. Like you know, you'd see it even in a completely unrelated thing people are gonna i mean i think and if you go along with the kind of it's inevitable i know i'm gonna see it then don't worry about it just you know say okay i'll, I'll be spoiled and then i'll just watch it at the end sort of knowing i i don't really care that much about spoilers to be honest that's fair do you know what it is i think it's spending like the last 10 years with my wife asking me who's that <laughs> what's gonna happen <laughs> why did he do that uh, you just get used to having to try and anticipate everything. <laughs> and if you already know the answer, it just makes life easier. So, Who's that guy? Why did he go in there? Well, actually, what they don't know is he's a spy and uh, he's going to betray them. So it's just it just makes my you know viewing easier on that side of things, I suppose. But that's um, really interesting, John. You kind of have a complicated history, uh, complicated like view of spoilers. You sometimes you're all for them, sometimes not so much. How do you how do you balance that in in terms of you know the modern day and like keeping up with Star Wars stuff as well? Really, really depends on what the medium of the spoilers is coming from. Like with with the Mandalorian, I don't want to watch spoilers or see any spoilers, which makes being on Twitter very difficult uh, yep. on the days that Mandalorian comes out because the the Twitter account that I use mostly is the Hoth Topics one, which is only Star Wars, the following Star Wars related people. So it's very hard to not just instinctually load it up and then see a whole bunch of stuff out of context. 
Right. Which is which has been the struggle the last couple of days. But I, for some reason, like both books or comics, spoilers in those don't really bother me as much. I think mostly because I know that I'm probably never going to get around to to reading those things. Right. Um, so you just kind of let other people like yeah. me and Tim kind of read them for you and then yeah, exactly tell you what's what's going on my my brain i don't really enjoy spoilers unless i'm you know in in the same vein as you john where it's like i know i'm i'm not going to see it or watch it so i don't really mind my dad uh, who who you know he, he, we have a very um one of the things that we share in common is we really like going to the movies we really enjoy watch um the newest sci-fi stuff and it's it's always interesting to me because he he doesn't care about spoilers at all like he'll he'll go and read it on the internet like on purpose and then he'll be like hey did you hear about the thing in the movie that we're gonna go see today i'm like no because we're gonna go watch it why would i read ahead and then he'll lean over during the movie and just be like hey i knew that part was gonna happen i just i don't understand that at all Maybe it's a dad thing. Jason, can you confirm? It, it may be a dad thing. You know what it is? Probably he's not so telling you this, but he's checking that it's, you know, okay for you to watch. He's sort of <laughs> making sure. Because that's what I have to do with my son. So it's probably this. I mean, he's six, but, you know, it's probably right. the same the same thing that I'm checking ahead. Like, oh, you know, is it okay? It's going to be appropriate for him. He's probably still doing that for you. He's just making yeah. sure you're not going to get scared. Sure, of course. Six years old, twenty-eight years old. It's the same. Really, almost the same. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder sometimes if, because, okay, you know, we were going to get there eventually, weren't we? Like the mystery box side of things, okay, Mm -hmm. uh, which I've probably been on record. I think on any podcast I've ever been on (laughs) saying I do not like um, this sort of just mystery for the sake of mystery, and I, I. kind of wonder if the reason we get so sensitive about spoilers now is because you need the you know you need that surprise otherwise the movie maybe doesn't stand up you know whereas if maybe a movie was and this isn't necessarily you know star wars in itself but in general that perhaps you know a, a good movie that's really a good movie you're going to enjoy even if a twist is spoiled you know or there's a something right. Because it doesn't matter. It was watching it was still so entertaining or so good, so enjoyable. Whereas maybe a movie that was not bad, but not, you know, going to blow you away without some secret reveal at the end, perhaps it leans too heavily on that. And that's why when we're, when there's a spoiler, it kind of ruins the movie because perhaps that was a little bit too fundamental. That's a fair point. That's a really fair point. And I, I feel like with, with Star Wars in particular, I've, I've said this in, in a couple previous episodes, one of my biggest concerns with the, the new movie coming out in December is that J.J. Abrams has never really uh, ended anything. Like he sets up a great mystery box in a world, but then it's, you know, because of that intense mystery setup, everybody kind of gets really deep into what the mystery is. And then it turns out that it's not what you think or thought or wanted it to be. And then it doesn't really work for everybody. And that, that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I think it's in the same vein where it's, it, we might be relying too heavily on, on the unknown in film. And I think, you know, you're saying JJ sets up a good mystery. I kind of don't even feel like he does. I just think he, he wants it to be a mystery. And then he just doesn't give you information. 
Sure. And, and I feel like that's different from if you had like a lot of information, but there's still a mystery. You're kind of like, oh, I've seen this person. We've seen some clues about them. We have, you know, 50% of the information we need to identify the person. But that, the you know, the 50% we're missing, it's so vital that we can't work out who it is. Like, that's quite a good mystery. But when you sure. have 0% of the information, of course, then everyone can speculate. It could be this person. It can be that. And then you're given two years to come up with the best idea possible. No budget. You know, it doesn't matter. You could do anything. And then the reveal is like, oh, okay. Well, that that wasn't as good as what I had been thinking about for two years. Somebody, somebody just went in front of my window with a leaf blower. I'm going to go put a stop to that real quick. Uh, g- give me a second. I, I agree with what you're saying. And it's I have JJ. A point. <laughs> give me a minute. Be right beat. Uh, JJ heard him talking. He's come over to sabotage the podcast. Yeah. He heard me badmouthing him on Thursday, and he knows. <laughs> well, it's okay. Okay. Did you steal that leaf blower? Because I heard something very loud. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just started being like, I'm podcasting here. Stay away from my window. And Uh, then you spent 20 minutes explaining what a podcast is. Yeah. yeah, Sometimes you do have to do that. So uh, the mystery box thing and JJ not really setting them up well. I, I agree with that in the sense that I think that he he sets up mysteries for mystery's sake, but he doesn't have an end game. So he doesn't like have all the details himself about what the end is going to be. So he can't give us that information. So I guess what I'm saying is like, I like some of his world building rather than his mysteries. Yeah. But then I feel like that. I think you're right that he doesn't know what the end is going to be. And Mm -hmm. I feel that that is, basically painting yourself into a corner isn't it yeah he does sets up all of these things and then he finds himself in a situation where you're like oh i guess it can only be this and you're like well that's disappointing (laughs) that's not what i wanted and i i just feel as well because you're looking for it and i always go back to uh apart from you know john and myself who obviously watched star wars in the correct order that is jedi empire star wars but everybody else (laughs) Everybody else would have been like, okay, I've gone and seen Star Wars. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a shame about uh, Anakin Skywalker that, you know, Darth Vader killed him. Uh, that's disappointing. <laughs> but, you know, Luke will get his revenge. And then the reveal that, that Darth Vader is his father is like, whoa, that's, you know, how, how can that be? Um, you know, because it's from a certain point of view, obviously. That makes perfect sense. But nobody went into Empire wondering who was Darth Vader. Like or who mm-hmm. was Luke's father? We had we know. Oh, Darth Vader's a bad a bad guy, and Luke's father was killed by him. That's simple. So when you get that reveal, it, that hits you. But if everyone had gone into it like, who is his father? Who could it be? Oh, it's Darth Vader. Oh, that's a bit obvious, really, isn't it? I mean, it's the only other Jedi. It's sort of like <laughs> it, it's it's kind of. I don't think it would have hit you the same way if you'd gone in anticipating a reveal. Absolutely. That is a fantastic point, and I completely agree with you. John, what do you think? Because we saw the Star Wars, like you said, in the correct order, uh, the surprises that everyone else had were kind of already known to me. 
kind of going back to what Jason was touching on earlier into the regards to how how mysteries are are used in like modern cinema and how like JJ some other directors they'll or writers will will have that mystery for the sake of mystery or I'm I'm thinking of like older movies like I'll say like Memento where there's a mystery throughout the whole thing and when you find that find out what the the mystery or the resolution of that mystery is it changes your perspective on every every viewing after that right and a lot a lot of things that i see today that have a mystery set up they don't have that same kind of payoff on on more viewings yeah, yeah. If, anyth- if anything when you watch it back it's kind of like oh yeah uh it's either you watch it back and you're like oh that's obvious yeah of course or you watch it back kind of like well hold on <laughs> if, if that's if, yeah if that's the solution then then you know why was this person speaking as if they didn't have the information and they're like alone in the room. So there's no reason they'd be <laughs> hiding this. Like you watch it back and you kind of say, well, you, you, you misled us really in a way that just wouldn't happen. You know, like this person right, wouldn't right. be keeping up a pretense when they are alone and no one is around, but they are because you're trying to trick us. Whereas, as you said, with something like uh, Memento, you go back and you'd be like, Oh, Wow yeah now i understand this and now this makes sense and now i'm watching and you you just get to watch kind of almost a a different movie exactly i wonder how much marketing comes into play with this sort of mentality because if you watch uh, any trailer for a film or whatever they want to they want to grab you they want to say this is why you should come in because you'll find out x answer or y answer but then you're kind of all maybe that's what studios are looking for in terms of like oh we need something big and tantalizing so that people come in and they're just not doing it right anymore it's i like uh for example i I remember there's some some movie coming out some like horror movie i think it's called black christmas or something a bunch of sorority sisters fight off some serial killer like people but the marketing for it kind of gives away the whole story and the mystery behind it. So even like, what's the point? And at the same time, you've got them trying to be tantalizing and be like, Ooh, what's the deeper meaning? So I wonder if there's just like a fundamental disconnect between what producers think audiences want in terms of a mystery or a, or a setup and what we actually want to see. Mm, Maybe. I mean, That was a lot I, I, of that was a lot of film nonsense. I just well, vomited all over you guys. <laughs> but what kind you know, what kind of film if it's a mystery like the, the the genre is mystery and suspense and thriller or something like that, it kind of makes sense. But sure. You know, if you go back to you you've just heard they're gonna make a new Star Wars trilogy. You know, oh we've been waiting for this for so long, I can't believe it. It's gonna be a, a new trilogy. It's under Disney, so you know it's gonna be, you know, big budgets. And they just say, Okay, uh, these are the new characters. This is is Ray and and they just say, Oh, she's the you know, the granddaughter of Obi Wan Kenobi that it turns out that he something had happened in the past that he hadn't told anyone about and she'd been sort of raised in secret. She doesn't know that's her. Like if all that information was laid out and it's just, and they're going to go up against the, the first order that are kind of trying to rebuild the empire, da, da, da. you'd have gone and seen that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You, you wouldn't have been like, Oh, you told us who she was. You'd, if anything, you'd have gone for the sake of seeing this character who had an attachment to a character that you had an attachment to. And, it would have added to it. I don't believe that people would have said, oh, I can't believe you spoiled who her parents were. Fair. Absolutely fair. Also, he played the Obi-Wan card. That's a that's a real good way to get me to agree with pretty much anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No, I agree with that. Absolutely. 
But, you know, it is what it is, and hopefully we're going to get some closure coming into this last film. It's something that I am concerned about, but I'm still uh, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so close now. It, it's right. almost it's almost at the point where let's just, you know, there's no need to speculate anymore. It's like, okay, it's it's you might as well just wait. It's It's here. It's around the corner. We'll go. We'll watch it. We'll all go. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was bad. Or most likely... It was fine. Right. <laughs> That's probably how we're going to end, that it was fine. Uh, and then we'll have the two extremes that we'll go to war and mm-hmm. uh, we'll you know, spend the next couple of years listening to all the people that loved it, tell all the people that hated it why it was good and all the people that hated it, telling them why it was, was terrible, uh, overreacting, you know, all the things we've seen multiple times. Um, yep. Yeah. Not, just, not just with the Last Jedi stuff, but also, you know, throughout yeah, prequels from, and all that. Exactly. And I mean... And then probably if we had had, you know, the the tools available back when Empire and Jedi came out that we have now, probably people would have <laughs> done similar things. Yeah. Uh, unhappy with, you know, ah, oh, that's terrible saying Darth Vader was his father. No, I don't like that. You know, <laughs> whatever. It's it's fine. Um I I remember listening to so I, I took notes. Episode 22 <laughs> of Hoff Topics. Uh, Tim might have to do some fact-checking on uh, some of the, the numbers. <laughs> uh, episode 22, you guys had your your brief long chat about um, The Last Jedi mm-hmm. and your sort of misgivings of how it, it's almost uh, leaves a bad taste in your mouth because of the, you know, sort of you start do i like it more than i should because i'm defending it or do i you know not like it because people are influencing me that kind of way right um, i appreciate that tim did the maths because i was mentioned in that episode about my uh, my theory on who actually pays for star wars and it's just the general public that don't really care uh, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. appreciate that, that tim followed through on doing the maths to work that out for me um <laughs> but seeing as i don't want to speculate about the new movie <laughs> I, yeah. I have some up, I have some other speculation stuff. Not really speculation, more just like where where would you like things to go or how would you use certain things? Um or if you want, I can also just ask about one thing that really bugs me about Star Wars. Let's let's do both. We got time. So th- these are all so I've should the reason I was saying that Tim has to fact check when these episodes were were mentioned is because I you know, I work outside a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just listen to podcasts while I'm out. So um, I don't have a pen and paper on me, maybe, and I can't write things down. And then I'm like, oh, I remember this. And then I get home. Um, it's sort of five hours later. I've forgotten everything. <laughs> but but I do remember. Um, well, OK, last episode, um, roommate Mike, he was talking about uh, IG-11 mm-hmm. and that he felt he was too capable for a Star Wars droid. OK. Yeah. What is going on with the droids in Star Wars? I just, I can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> How do you mean? <laughs> I mean, okay, it, it's it's my one problem. I to be, I think I only have one problem with the Last Jedi. Probably not. I'm, you know, I it was fine, but the whole sacrifice, you know, crashing the ship. And there were a lot of people that were like, oh, why did she do it? You know, Leia could have done it. And, and that could have been, you know, a good send off for Carrie Fisher kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you had droids. <laughs> <laughs> you're, telling yeah. me, you're telling me C-3PO, the most annoying character in Star Wars, 
on par, if not more annoying than Jar Jar Binks. He could not pilot that ship. I, I, I just well, of, of course not, because when you're the good guys, droids are just as sentient people as you, and so sending a droid to sacrifice themselves would be the same as sending anyone else to sacrifice themselves that's a biological being. So the only logical thing is to sacrifice yourself, because that's more heroic. You're telling me they haven't backed him up to the cloud? I refuse to believe that. Because I'm, I'm just wondering, I mean, if, if not C-3PO, you know, I, can you not have the number? I mean, have they never watched a sci-fi show where <laughs> we'll put it on autopilot? Ah, oh, the autopilot doesn't work. Classic. <laughs> can you not just build a simple droid that can just fly in a straight line? And you're like, oh, autopilot doesn't work. Don't worry. Let's get the straight line droid. We just put him <laughs> there. It is basically putting a brick on the accelerator. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just tape the throttle forward. <laughs> Can we not do that? I just don't get it. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, like, I I get I get what you're both saying. Uh, I I don't have a good argument either way. <laughs> it's just one of those one of those things we gotta deal with. It's I think it's because, you know, the droids themselves end up being, you know, characters with personalities and, you know, they don't want to do that. And I guess I'm saying that Holdo had no personality. Oof. Wow. Reading into that one. Save that clip. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I uh, honestly, I didn't really have I, I, I didn't care too much about Admiral Holdo as a character. That doesn't mean to say I have anything against the person playing the character or the character themselves, you know, just, I, I didn't really see the point of that. It was a cool scene though. Yeah. Yeah, You see, that's how I feel about every scene with (laughs) (laughs) C-3PO. Why is he there? Okay. So what, what does C-3PO have to do to earn your respect in the next movie? Just like, it's it's interesting that you say that, isn't it? Because, clearly does something uh, if the, <laughs> the trailers are telling us he's going to do something right um, i mean i don't know he just what well, what's he done up until now he's had like six movies he's been in he's had more <laughs> chances than anyone and he's just done nothing oh <laughs> uh, he he shot at some jedis in attack of the clones well that's true I mean, that's probably the the most action he's had, isn't it? That's really... They should have kept him like that. (laughs) Very confusingly, he seemed to have his own sentience while he was on the battle droid's head, while the battle droid's body also had sentience and was targeting Jedi. So you could could add that to your droids don't make any sense to Star Wars. Well, probably the battle droid was... Hold on, you're saying they don't have cloud technology, but yet when the ship was destroyed... They, all... they totally did, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Cause... Well, is is Wi-Fi the same as the cloud, though? Like, well, I mean, if you've got I a mean... broadcast tower going on, and uh... then that broadcast tower gets taken down, that's yeah, different it... from a backup system, right? No, I suppose, but it means their consciousness must have been stored off-site, doesn't mm, it? That's fair. And, and I mean, surely, you know, it would be great. Maybe one day they'll find the you know, the C-3PO original files and be like, and be like, oh, yeah, I did know your dad was Darth Vader all along. He, <laughs> he built me. And, and and every time I've been saying thank the maker, what I really mean is 
let's go Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader's the biggest fan. Oh, that's 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 deep cut right there. That's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Every single time he says praise the maker, just oh, that's amazing. It's gonna change the way I look at those movies now. Um, you see, when you reveal a mystery, <laughs> <laughs> you can Fair. go back, rewatch the movie, and it will add something. And that's, uh, I feel like we've accomplished that. I, yep, I can't argue with that at all. Wow. Now, to, anyway, I, I quite liked, um, oh, what was it K2SO? Is that, is that the yeah, one? Yeah, K2SO. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed him. He had, you know, he had a, a little bit of backbone, which was was nice. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like he's the anti C three PO. That's probably why I liked yeah. him. <laughs> that's um, fair. You know, he was he was a good character. Uh, so that, it's not that I hate all droids. I right. find R two D two overrated. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there are there are a couple things though. If you if you kind of look at if you're paying attention to him in the background of things, he's like tripping droids and lighting stuff on fire and. So, but it's really it's it's subtle to the point of not being able to notice it. No, but you see that I think that's what annoys me about him. I, I think it's that. I think if he just did his job, I wouldn't have as big a problem of him sort of always being like always doing something. It's like already he can hack the computer, he can fix the ship, he can do a lot. So he can be he's useful. Sure, but he's just yeah. sort of he tries too hard. That's what it is. He's a try hard. Yeah, try hard droid. And I think was it on, was it the last episode when you were talking about where he came from? Yeah, he, yeah, he was and yeah, and random. the fact that he, he was just a random droid on, uh, yeah, on the queen's ship, or the princess ship, Queen Amada. Was it? Yeah, queen? the queen's yeah, queen ship. Queen. Yeah. yeah, and like, I mean, one, they all go out there. I mean, there were like what seven droids or something that were all on the end outside yeah. the ship trying to fix it, and they just all got shot apart from him. <laughs> so already, I mean, unless you're telling me he's got the force, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, he's just, you know what? He's in it for the fame. That's all. He's just, he wants, he wants all the 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 credit and the accommodations. So he's a tryhard. Yeah. <laughs> what I'd really like is if in the the next movie, he does sort of a little projector, and he's got a, a little message from the emperor, and it was, and it's him. It's been R two all along, and it would make perfect sense. He's been the inside man. Wait, 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 wait. He's you. You want to reveal where the out of nowhere, with no mystery setup, that R two has been a secret agent for the Emperor all along. Yes. Okay. I can get behind this. Of and course he, you can. He's obviously been from, you know, he was telling him what Anakin was doing. He was letting him know kind of what was happening between him and Padme and sort of helping him push that along. Uh, it would make sense. See, that's that's the kind of mystery reveal that makes all the other viewings or subsequent viewings of the movies drastically different. Because you yeah. can see how R2-D2 has slowly influenced the entire saga. That's... I can't I can't decide if that's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard or the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> can it not be both? Yeah. yeah two, two things can, things be, can real. be real. <laughs> <laughs> uh good times. Yeah. 
I'm looking at I, I'm 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 looking over at the uh, the case of 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 models I have here, and R2's like there, and I'm looking at all these like sort of heroic level droids, and then there's just R5, the one who blew his motivator at the beginning of A New Hope, and why does he have a mini? Why why is he important? He's the everyman. He's the forgotten droid. He's the one who's not in the spotlight, doing his job, being 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 bad at being a droid. Remember in, um, our five. In in legends, wasn't he force sensitive? Yes, oh, he God. was, and and he it, blew his motivator so that R two and C three PO would be reunited, yeah. like on purpose. Yeah, I know. I've heard this. That's before. in that uh, Star Wars role playing from Weston Games uh, I supplement I gave you, Ian. Yeah, I I I. I think that my body just rejected the information so much that I totally forgot it happened until y'all brought it up. Well, don't forget, IG-88 was in control of the Death Star 2 for a few brief moments before it blew up. And mm. suddenly, the idea that R2 has been behind all of this from the beginning is not sounding so far-fetched, yeah, is it? droid revolution. Oh, boy. If it's a droid revolution, then R2 got his ideas from plugging into the Falcon and then having a conversation with L3. Yeah, I mean, again, that you see, it's all set up. It's it's there, isn't it? You go back, you rewatch Solo. Suddenly, everybody loves Solo because they're like, "Oh, that movie was amazing." It set up this massive thing. It changed <laughs> Star Wars forever. We were so wrong to hate it. See, now I need, I need some, I need some sticky notes. I need a whiteboard. I need some pens. I need some string. We're gonna get to the bottom of all of it. All of it. What does it mean? Would you like me to change topic drastically now? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jason came on the show and drastically broke Ian, so moving on. <laughs> so, Ian. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's break him again. So you, as a throwaway line in one episode, said um, you were having less of a problem with Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Now this got me thinking, and as I told you, I you know I listen while I'm working, and then I'm I'm working, and my mind is kind of it's very physical what I do, and it's not so mental, so I can kind mm-hmm. of just ponder <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking how there are probably characters. I mean, there are characters and everything, aren't there? But characters that you you kind of don't like or annoy you for a certain reason. But I'm just wondering how you could use that to progress a franchise. Okay. Okay. So so I'm thinking like how could you take someone like Jar Jar Binks that was almost universally hated even by people that were like oh I did like the prequels but not Jar Jar Binks. It's sort of a, a caveat thrown in there. Right. Or even if they liked the character you cannot deny how annoying he was at times and all oh, the stupid absolutely. things he did. Do you know what I mean? So even if you're like oh no hey, it was fun but yeah of course he was that kind of a character who played a certain way. Right. So what I would like, this is my idea, is that you you basically would have like a nephew or a, a relative, okay? Okay. Of Jar Jar Binks who was so annoyed by what he did and how because I, I mean again, we meet him when he's been exiled from from the Gungans because he is like he clumsy. So, yeah, so clumsy causing but so even they <laughs> We're like, <laughs> this is too much. And Not then he guy. goes on to become like a senator. And right. 
so that is like taking the worst person from your species and be like, you're the one that will represent us. So when people <laughs> think about us, it's you. Okay. <laughs> but, but Jason, you're you're forgetting another key part of his his character development there. After he became a senator, he was the one that put forth the motion to give Palpatine unlimited power. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. So what what I would like is that we have some relative of his that because of this and because of just basically the way the the galaxy views his race and these people because of Jar Jar, he goes mm-hmm. full dark side and oh. he becomes like some super powerful Sith based on the kind of just the hatred he has for his uncle See? and for everything he's done. See, I can get behind that. Well, I think it's a way, you know, that we kind of, we accept, okay, this character was a certain way, but look, because of that, you get this great new character. And then we'll forgive Jar Jar because he gave us Darth whatever his name is. Right. And you're good with names. Pick a name for our Gungan. Uh, Well, let's see. Darth names are always like they've got the that George Lucas esque, you know. It's just like take it, take a negative sounding word and switch around the letters a little bit. So uh, let's see what would be a negative sounding word. Oh, okay. So yeah, he his uncle was all clumsy, right? And that's why he hates him. So uh, just like Darth Klutzis or something. <laughs> Okay, I mean, uh, we can work on a name. That's fine. Yeah. Admiral Bone to pick. <laughs> oh, I love Admiral Bone to pick. There's a guy in... there. There's a character in Clone Wars whose name is Savage Opress. Okay? Savage Opress. I am perfectly within the lines of Star Wars naming convention here. Uh... But yeah, yeah I, no, I, but I could I could totally get behind that because I I like it way better than the Darth Jar Jar theory that everybody keeps floating around. Like, um, I and even if he's not like force sensitive or whatever, like you, you can imagine like maybe like a Gungan like pirate lord or something that just goes around, or like a warlord that conquers planets because he just hates his uncle and like the perceived you know like oh all gungans are weak and clumsy and it's like well i'll show you weak and clumsy i own your planet now you know no i could absolutely get behind that this sounds like it this sounds like a dnd game like i'd, I'd be for it see so i'd I- be interested in seeing if there are other gungan civilizations on naboo like what if the naboo are the uh the gungans we saw were like the backwards hill people of the gungan society <laughs> and so we go to the other side of the planet and there's like they're just as, um, um, or they're if they're not if the uh, my brain stopped working there. All right, hmm. go to the other side of the planet, and we find that there are Gungans that are just as prim and posh as the, the Naboo, and they look down on their their simple cousins. And the whole galaxy has this view as Gungans as being simple minded uh, folk, when in all actuality that's just like a minority of their their population and the rest are just normal regular aliens yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, is it ever explained i mean you guys might know i don't know uh is it ever explained why uh boss nas 
doesn't look like any of the rest of them. I'm going to go with crackers and Oreos. <laughs> what, but, isn't he green and everyone else is like a, a, a kind of salmon? Yeah, color? yeah, he's a little green. So I I feel like, again, that that's something, isn't it? Isn't it odd that, you know, <laughs> hmm. this guy who's leading the people, who's... I mean, maybe we find out that he's from another race, that actually he's he's sort of just put himself there. Um, as we know, all water planets have multiple races living there that are warring with each other. That's a fact. Yeah, all, all, all three of them. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe I, I think... Uh, I think John's onto something. I think there is uh, another civilization who are manipulating things. Yeah, it's it's like uh, the Nemodians and Duros are similar, are the from the same species, or the Romulans and Vulcans. If you're a Star Trek person, yes, they're very I like similar. See, I but like that. Very different. Hmm. I've been throwing as many Star Trek references into our episodes as possible now, just to annoy Ian. I have been enjoying them. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's- Ian, there's an audience. It doesn't so much annoy me as it just makes me be like, okay, now I have to watch it now. So, and that's a that's a Herculean task. <laughs> yeah, but I think the 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 Romulan Vulcan thing that's a a great idea. You know, you've got the the one that embraced logic and common sense, and then you have the Gungans. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, you, you then you have this the the warrior species that powers the ships with black holes. Not very smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, again, like, no fuel source is safe. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, Solar even. So, sort of, and I mean, they probably you just fly past the sun, you charge yeah. it up, and then off you go. I'm, I'm just going to lose this podcast, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the one where Ian loses. <laughs> No, so but why... I, I can totally get behind the 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 the, the, the my brain also shut off. Um, I can totally get behind the successor of Jar Jar being an interesting character because of the actions of Jar Jar. I'm fine with that. I'm for it. Well, I'm glad. So I suppose at this point I ask, uh, did Disney ever contact you when you were asking for money and giving them ideas? <laughs> uh, not yet. Uh, you know, these these things are probably, you know, very official and, and, and yeah. uh, uh, just waiting for, you know, they probably need to send a packet or something. Yeah. In fact, you know? Ian just um, violated the NDA we signed with Disney. So we're probably not going to see any of that money now. No, no, thanks, no, no. I didn't, thanks, I didn't violate anything. I, I said allegedly. <laughs> oh, okay. Then we're good. Then he allegedly violated the non-disclosure agreement. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> and what I appreciate is your commitment to, you know, the fact and truthful podcasting and the fact that you could edit this and, and remove anything he said that would cost you the millions of dollars that Disney were offering. Yet Correct. you chose to keep it in to lose that because your integrity <laughs> to telling the truth. Yeah. Is... We, we hope that they see what, what we're bringing to the table here. You want it to be like that one where like, oh, because you were honest, you get to keep the thing anyway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How, I mean, that's, it's that's how corporate corporations work, right? Well, that, that's movies. all. Yeah. All of <laughs> that's what all of Disney's movies have taught me. If I'm if I'm just a good person, then uh, everything will go my way or or you get. You you fly into a, a you, you can't get a droid to fly your starship, so you die. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm going to veer it slightly <laughs> off course right. again. So that's one idea I had, just okay. a, a sort of general how could you and, and i suppose you could do it with other characters that people kind of have issue with or you know for whatever reason um and sure. another thing i was thinking i just kind of wondered because we know that more star wars is coming mm-hmm. obviously we don't really know like apart from things like the obi-wan uh, series and stuff like that we kind of don't know what the movie side of things will look like right and i, I kind of i feel like if they were to to sort of follow a little bit like the Marvel pattern in, in the way that they all link together, mm-hmm. but they are not telling one story like, you know, they, they, there's elements that link and then you could have a final story, but you followed different movies that have had different characters that will then all combine in the end. Sure. So I'm, so I'm kind of thinking you, you have some, you know, looming threat that eventually will have to be dealt with Uh, and it's got to be something that is not empire you know related it's got to be almost like xenomorph type thing or borg kind of something something has arrived it's come it's it doesn't care if you're a jedi if you're a sith if you're part of the you know republic or the, the first order or whatever you're fair game and that that way we could have movies that are following you know, you can get your, this is the new Jedi Order, this is what they do, this is, you know, the new rules and what they're doing in the galaxy. And then you can have another movie that is just, okay, this is the the remnants of the First Order or the, the new Empire or whatever, you know, and you've got a very kind of more militaristic style movie set in, in this way. And you just have these different movies, yet somehow this overarching threat kind of reveals itself. And, and then you get a, a final movie where you have, Everyone has to come together to deal with this new problem. Ian, I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> yeah, you have just described two separate storylines in the extended universe. They've done they've done that in Star Wars before. So uh, in terms of uh, both the, the Yuzong Vong crisis, where they were extra galactic creatures who came from beyond the stars, and they had weird tech, and they just started terraforming planets all over the place, and it was a big threat. Think of like the Borg, but instead of being biological with technological implants, they were organic based technology from outside the galaxy. Yeah, so they did that. And then they also had a storyline where a big sort of like Cthulhu-esque force entity that could take control of people came out. And oh, her her name is escaping me at the moment. Uh, Eric's going to be mad at me. It's not Brenda. Dang it. Begins with an A. I can't remember it. Ah, uh, Brenda? Uh, oh. Is it Abeloth? I think it's Abeloth. That sounds right. Isn't that yeah. a D&D monster? So it doesn't sound made up at all. Yeah, um. right. It could be a D&D monster. But I think it's, I think it's a similar concept. But yeah, just the fact that it exists in, in you know, that sort of concept uh, exists is a very good sign where that idea could absolutely work, especially with the sort of, it seems like the Marvel people are kind of looking to take the reins on star Wars a little bit here with Feige getting involved and uh, Favreau really pushing with his, with the Mandalorian. So yeah, good work. Cause if you think about it, like, I, I mean, you're saying, yeah, it's been done in the extended, you know, in the, in the extended universe kind of thing. And, and now what legends canon or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, yeah, of course, because generally that's exactly how books and comics and everything else works, isn't it? It's sort of, oh, it's in universe, but this is a book about this character. And it's not about all these other characters because it's a book. So it's only talking about this character and the people around him. And here's another book and it's talking about these characters and, and sort of that's the way all of that extra material functions is just telling stories about different people. What I'd like is that we just do that with the movies, you know, and and I think you're going to get, I think it even works on a grander scale because you've got people that are like, I don't want to watch another Jedi movie. You know, I I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more kind of your classic, you know, sci-fi. I want to see people in space dealing with space problems in a space way, not waving their hands. And then you've got other people that are like, oh, you know, if I want that kind of more realistic sci-fi, I'll, I'll watch, you know, The Expanse. I want laser swords and deflecting blasters and things like that. So you've got all your different movies, but you're all going to want to see the the conclusion. Right? right. The final team up. Yeah. And then even the people that are like, I don't really like the whole, you know, mystic wizard of space thing. But if I'm going to really understand the the finale of the movie that I do like. I'm probably going to go and watch that one as well because I kind of need to know how they're involved and why they're also in in trouble sort of things. So I I just think it would work. Yeah. And then everyone. you also have you also have that theory of if you end up going and seeing the movie when you just watch the ones you like and then you discover a character it's like, "Oh, maybe I can really get behind this this wiggly finger uh laser sword guy because I liked what he did in the team up movie. I'll go back and watch that because I enjoyed that character and I didn't think I would sort of thing. So, yeah, no, I, I think it would work well. I, th- I just think they got to be careful about not overloading because I think that's kind of where Marvel's at right now. We got Endgame, we got kind of like the big finale to this years long project, and now it's kind of hard to see where it's gonna how, how it's gonna go in the future. Um, just like knowing where to, to knowing how to handle that, I think is a is a something to look out for. But I, I agree with you. I think it would work very very well. I think it would work very very well. I think what you could do then as well is like that finale, that kind of big payoff at the end. When you watched, you know, Iron Man, mm-hmm. you, you had no thought about eventually there being Endgame. It right. was just like, here's a movie that stands on its own. And there's just this, the subtlest of hints that maybe there's going to be something more. Sure. So yeah. you could actually just make a number of Star Wars movies that are just different movies. We don't need to have, I just, it's even, I mean, this again goes back to the movie world in general but it's like everything is a trilogy right yeah (laughs) every movie is oh and we've signed them on for a trilogy it's you know nowhere else in life does someone like you don't go you know i'm gonna go to this restaurant and i'm gonna prepay for three meals (laughs) because i'm (laughs) sure the first one will be so good that i'm definitely gonna want to come back two more times you're like i'll go once and if i like it i'll probably go back or even if i like it I might not go back because I might want something different. Sure. So yeah. make different things. I, I just, you know, and then if people really love it and they really like it, then they'll be like, Hey, let's get a, another se- You know, can we get a sequel to this? People right. will want it. And then you're giving them something they want, as opposed to something that they kind of need to get because in the first movie, you, you know, you set up so many mystery boxes that mm-hmm. nobody is satisfied. 
No, yeah, I can't fault anything uh, in that. John? I agree with you, Ian. I cannot fault a thing. Good. If, if Ian has so... lost this episode, I am going feel, going away feeling like I have won. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Disney, if you're listening, we, we have a plan. It's Jason's plan. Do that plan. <laughs> but we're going to take credit for it so that we can get the money, right? You see, the, the problem is <laughs> money, because this is why... I mean, again, again, if you strip all of these things back, the reason this won't happen is because the like the actor who got paid the most money in uh, for Marvel was Robert Downey Jr. because right. they only signed him for one movie, and then they needed to get him back. <laughs> and right. everybody else signed on for multiple films, and so they had them saying, "Well, you know, we've got you at this price. No matter how big your star becomes, you're signed on for." you know, X number of movies. And that's why when they sign people on, they sign them on for multi-picture deals now. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas if they sign them on for one and then people really want another one, you know, that puts them in a, a powerful position when they come back to the table to negotiate the next contract. So yep. fiscally, financially, people are not going to, you know, do this. Um, I, I mean, to be honest with you, the whole movie thing, like, the billions of, of dollars that get spent on movies really serves no purpose. Oh, and yeah. It, it, it's a whole industry that doesn't actually need to exist. <laughs> so, uh, but I must be entertained! You don't have a, a like a, a hoop that you can push down the road with a stick? Ah. <laughs> uh. Not, not, not since, not since uh, 1872 have I had a hoop uh, that I can push down the road with a stick. Uh, what a shame. Mm. Yep. Used to be a hoop stick champion, uh, but I, I hung my hoop up, my hoop, my hoop up. It's, uh, you know, aged out. <laughs> and, and if you want to make it Star Warsy, you can just hit the hoop with a, a stick that you've painted, you know, the end of it green, so it looks like a lightsaber. <laughs> And you you sort of hit it, and then you hide the stick, and you just wave your hand at the hoop. And while it's moving, you're like, yeah, I'm doing that with the force. See, now uh, you say this as a jokey joke, 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 but I probably legitimately did this as a child. (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest. I think we've all been in bed and been like, oh, I forgot to turn the light off. Maybe the force does work. Let me try. Before I get out of bed to turn the light off, I'm just going to give it one go. And see if the force finally kicks in. <laughs> You're not oh, wrong. No. Oh no, it hasn't. I guess I'm getting out of bed. So, you know, that, that happens to all of us. And who among us haven't waved their hands in front of the automatic doors at the grocery store uh, just to pretend like they're using the force to open them? Do you know, if I'd done that today, I would have been very disappointed because I literally went <laughs> to the store before coming home. And the doors wouldn't open. Oh no! <laughs> so I am that weak in the force that even the automatic doors do not work. That... And I had to, and that's just because they want to close early, <laughs> and <laughs> they locked the one doors, and I had to go around to the other side to go through the other entrance. I was very disappointed, but I could have imagined myself being like, "Hey guys, watch this. The force does not work." Um, that's that would be soul crushing. <laughs> then I tried to use the force just to wipe everybody's minds who saw me, yeah, yeah, and that no doesn't work. 
It's just a spiral. <laughs> now we're 0 for 2. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, uh, I think you've got you've you've come on with some with some fantastic ideas, and uh, you successfully broke my brain on the droid thing. So that's kind of a successful episode. Anything else we want to bring up before we close out for the day, gents? So I have one final question for you. Let's and do this it. This is this is just a, a you know not so much Star Wars related as just a general curiosity on my part. <laughs> Why do you not have an Instagram? Why do I not? Why do we not have an Instagram? Uh, good question, John. Correct. So what I'm hearing is we should get an Instagram. I le- I legit think about it all the time when I'm like working on props, because uh, I don't <laughs> use my personal Instagram to post anything anymore. We see this so, is it. I think, you know, quite often you're talking about, uh, oh, we, you know, like you know, all the San Diego, uh, uh, San Diego Sabre stuff you did, mm-hmm. you know, that would be cool to see something or the, all the props you're doing. You talk about like, oh, we went to this convention or wore this costume. And it's like, oh, that would be great to see. But it's also <laughs> a number, a number of times I've seen things. I'd be like, oh, I should tag you guys in this, but you don't have Instagram. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I'm hearing we should get an Instagram. <laughs> and I can't, I can't fault that logic either. The consensus and has been reached. I will, I will side with Jason on this, but disagree with Ian. How? How? It's just how it's going to be. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> From no point of view does that make sense. <laughs> no? Nothing? Okay. I I lose, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Other than that, uh, any last minute things, gentlemen? I've I've crossed everything off my list, I think. (laughs) I I came on with a list. I've gone through it. Fantastic. This has been been pent up. You know, every time we've like tried to arrange for me to come back on and then something's come up and it's it's stopped it it's just sort of <laughs> the list gets longer <laughs> the list gets longer and today i physically wrote it down so that's uh, awesome it was very lethargic i feel i feel very it was very therapeutic i feel really you know I feel Weight good has been lifted off your yes. shoulders <laughs> yeah i feel Fantastic. like i could pull an x-wing out of a swamp or you know anything <laughs> like or open some uh, closed, non-working sliding doors. I mean, everyone has their limits, don't they? That's only... <laughs> uh, well, it was fantastic having you on again. What upcoming projects do you have going on that our listeners can check out since you have returned to the podcasting era? So, oh, good question. Um, well, you can follow my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That is a Jason CFB podcast. Um, So I have the CrossFit Bath podcast. So Bath is the city that I live in. Um, And basically, uh, even if maybe you don't do CrossFit, uh, I kind of have access to all the coaches and athletes and people that go to this gym and the training and experience that they've had. 
so uh, we basically talk about nutrition or sleep. Um, I think I've got a, an episode I'll be recording soon with a, a lecturer from the University of Bath about like injury prevention. So uh, kind of it's all very kind of health and fitness topics, but it, it's not necessarily you know CrossFit specific. It's just um, that that happens to be the gym I go to. That being said, I think about the time this episode goes up, uh, I'll be posting up an episode with uh, Jacob Hepner, who came sixth at the CrossFit Games uh, last, you know, the last games, uh, who has a very fun uh, YouTube channel as well, where he's at the moment uh, doing a series called Jacob of All Trades, where he just goes and tries different uh, jobs and activities in his community, um, which is a a lot of fun and uh, raising a lot of money for charities. Uh, but he is also a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, to to the point that like it, he talks about things like the uh, the Darth Bane trilogy of books and stuff like that. He is not just a kind of I like the movies. Now he did say on the podcast we recorded that he felt the Mandalorian was a little slow. So um, you know, take that as you <laughs> as you will. But that is uh, fair. You know, that's uh, one of the. That'll probably be the the last episode that I've put up since recording this. So that's the CrossFit Bath podcast, which I understand has an odd sounding name if you don't know that Bath is a city in the UK. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> well, that's awesome. It sounds like a great project. And our listeners, if you are uh, going into saber martial arts or anything like that, There is a lot of fitness and nutrition and injuries that happen in that sport. So perhaps they can learn something very valuable from the CrossFit Bath podcast. So It's funny you should say that, Ian, because I literally have a note on my note that says, good advice for San Diego Sabres. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, we're on the same wavelength now, man. I was thinking, how how can I possibly tie this into Star Wars? Well, this is the (laughs) only way. Very, very awesome having you on again, my friend, and let us do it again sooner rather than later. Uh, Let's not wait another 11 months, and we'd be happy to have you on once more going into the future, and we can talk about all the little things that get brought up in the great, vast amount of Star Wars content coming soon. So thank you, Jason, again for coming on. I I do want to, you know, I I know that I I think you said you're going to have an episode with, uh, with Mike after you all go and see uh, the, the new Star Wars movie. Yep. But if it is revealed that R2-D2 is the mastermind behind everything, I do feel like I deserve to be on that episode. Deal. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> now, I feel I... like you're saying deal with the confidence of a man who really feels that he has nothing to lose on this deal. <laughs> see, now you say that, but it's recorded now. And John won't let me live it down either way. So no, this, this episode might just get edited down to that deal. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Star Wars. Deal. End of episode. <laughs> Perfect. Well, where can our listeners uh, follow you and your podcast? Where where is where is the CrossFit Bath podcast hosted these days? Well, probably the easiest way to find it will be to look in the link of this episode, which I'm sure will be included. Absolutely. I will but, make um, a note. <laughs> yeah. If you, if, if, you, if you just search on uh, on iTunes or Spotify or whatever app you're using, uh, CrossFit Buff Podcast, it'll be there. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Jason 
CFB podcast. Uh, or uh, I'm on Twitter as well, at Jay Croxon. Um, and if you followed me on any of the previous podcasts that I did when I was last on, um, just don't bother because, to be honest, I'm never there. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I, a couple of times I've been like, I could restart that. I quite enjoyed that. That would be good to do again. And it hasn't happened. So, um, yeah. Well, and- yeah, you, you, you've got uh, other responsibilities you're taking care of. That's always that's how that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being on, uh, and thank you our listeners for joining us for this episode of Hoth Topics, a podcast about Star Wars. If you want to find out anything more about our podcast, you can go to hothtopicspodcast.com. If you have a suggestion, idea, or question or comment, uh, or maybe just want to just agree with Jason and John more about how I'm mm-hmm. wrong, go ahead and send us an email at hothpod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitters at HothPod. We'll provide all those links down below, including links to Jason's podcast. And we will see you all next time. I've been Ian. I've also been Ian. And I've beaten Ian. One of those things is true. (laughs) That was John and that was Jason. Thank you very much, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye.